0: God. Yo, you listening to Artists Life? This is your boy QC. This is a podcast by artists for artists. You know what I mean? This is designed to inspire, inform, and inspire the, uh, inspire the local artists, especially in the NYC area. And you can even say something for like curators too. You feel me? And you know, dabblers out there. Um, but yeah, I'm back right now, September 20, September 23rd. You know what I'm saying? Sorry for being behind on the episodes There's a lot of, you know, things going on But, uh, we got We we'll right back at it, you heard Um, this episode, we gonna, um I'm gonna show y'all an interview that I had With, a uh, Bronx native MC, graffiti artist, clothing Uh, clothing designer, Domo So Crazy, we gonna be talking about how he got Into the art and how his unorthodox Introduction into the craft and how that Manifested you know, being Someone who got introduced To Other artists that was like older than him doing been doing their thing, so we're gonna get into that. But first, I got a couple little things I want to cover. Um, you know, uh, Hurricane Maria came through, jacked up Puerto Rico. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to everybody whose family's out there, shout out to everybody who got hit by that. Maria came through, turned up, she ain't even bring Carlos Santana, it was just crazy out there. So uh, with that said, there's people who's there like got legitimate efforts and trying like help you know uh, you know support people that's going on out there you know support the people that's been hit by that and affected by that. So in the the episode description, you can just check the link about that. You feel me? It's gonna give you like a little video. It's gonna show you the next steps. So no matter where you are, no matter who you are, you can you know show some kind of support. You you trying to be like a global community out here? You feel me? Um, But yeah. So. Oh, so the past like three, four, five, six, seven episodes, I was telling y'all about this uh, this panel event uh, that we were doing about supporting people who like been incarcerated and doing the re-entry thing. You probably, if you're wondering how it was, this, it was fire, man. <laughs> you know, uh, shout out to everybody that helped make it happen. Shout out to everyone that came through and was vulnerable. This wasn't just something that we were just doing for nothing. You know, it was uh, shout out to uh, Leslie Robinson. Shout out to Joe Robinson. They not married. You know, shout out to uh, Najma Shea, shout out to uh, uh, Nosa Foster, shout out to Gamba, Gamba Forest. They just changed compounds. And, uh, you know, everybody, everybody that helped, you know, as a team, as a unit, we helped make this happen because a lot of people be trying to address this, but they always leave out the effects of like how this stuff, that kind of experience affects you, you know, uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially. You know, and like how we can like as a community help bring everybody, you know, together and just, you know, uh, face things like this. You know what I mean? So we, we trying to keep things like this going on. If you have any questions about what it was like, if you're interested, you know, in, in, in chopping it up with me, find out more about that. Definitely feel free to reach out to me. versus life podcast at gmail.com. You can even do the the Facebook fan page message me. You can do the IG. I ain't going to front. If you hit me on the IG messenger, it's going to take a minute to get back to you because like, bro, come on, son. We don't need another inbox to keep up with. I ain't got staff yet. Um, But yeah. So uh, that event was phenomenal. Shout out to everybody that was a part of that, yo. Uh, I can go on. I'm going to move on to the next topic because I can easily rant about that one. Um, What's next? What's next? What's next? Um, hmm. Oh, the R vs. Life t shirts is on fleek. You feel me? We got the white ones. We got the black ones. Hit me up. 15 a pop. It's the promo price So get it while it's still that price You know what I'm saying Um, The link's gonna be there for that too Um, But also This is a, I wanna give a special announcement To music artists Especially those based in like New York ATL You know Especially in Cali You know Wherever you're from Especially the The underrepresented neighborhoods Or whatever You know For those who don't know I DJ But I'm trying to uh, a lot of these top 40 records is getting played out and' jacking up the game like i want to put people on to local records or independent records that they might not have heard before that's dope so uh so to all the music artists out there producers or whatnot send me your stuff and i can spin that for you you know what i mean um and a quick disclaimer i'm not gonna be going around giving your records out to people i'm not gonna be going around getting them for free copyright infringement and all that Nah it's not even like that unless you, we can work something like that out i don't know how that Whatever But reach out we get, Let's talk about it But I wanna, I wanna rep for the culture You know what I mean Make sure people Be being represented Because what's most important Is the audience And the, the people out there Getting what's hot You feel I me mean? Not just what law, You know these large entities Want us to hear all the time um, But yeah So um, So now I'm about to get to uh, The interview that I had With Domo So Crazy You know what I'm saying That's my man uh, My man Hunter Grand. Me and him recently Started a band together I'm gonna have another episode Where we just You know we just talk about what it's like, you know, um like how that whole thing has been. But um young artist, he been doing his thing for a while and slowly been picking up momentum and just finding finding his own his lane and just uh expressing himself in mad different ways. Like I ain't gonna front this is a hard working kid though. Um, his story might even shock you a bit though. But shout out to my man Domo. Uh, I'm gonna show you I'm gonna put the links in the description to all his social media and whatnot. You can check him out. Um definitely yeah, enjoy the interview yo. Um and I'm here with the one, the only. All right, domo. So
1: crazy. uh, rapper. Yeah. Oh, I wish. I wish. Skater. I had. Huh. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. No. Rapper, skater, mm-hmm. visual artist, beat uh-huh. artist, dopsin, extraordinary. I'm, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you tell it, man. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I just, I, I like to be exposed to a lot, man. Yeah. Cause then. There's no telling where that can go, and that rounds me off as a person. Yeah. Uh, I can do more, I can say more, I can just by seeing more. Facts. And experiencing more, Facts. you know? Facts. Uh, knowledge is power, and I feel like everything I learn is a level up. You know? That's a fact. That, that is, is a fact. fact. It's the glow up, if you will. It's the glow <laughs> Don't give um, too much wax. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know yet. You don't even know.
0: Uh, where you from,
1: oh, uh, where you from, Black? Alright, um I was born in Maryland uh well nah. Baltimore Maryland okay and if you want to be precise on the east side of Baltimore uh most people know that neighborhood as where the Wired was filmed oh yeah, that same neighborhood no Word. no BS oh, I could go there right now my grandma still lived there that's mad interesting yeah. so I was born in uh, Baltimore Maryland uh but raised in New York in mm. wanna see all day. so
0: the Bronx to be specific, right? Yeah, that's the way that's Bronx. Your yeah, uptown,
1: Bronx. BX, anywhere from uh, Wakefield all the way to from like Van Cortland, mm. all the way down to 138. Wow. and people from BX know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm, good word. I don't know what you talking about now. Uh-huh. This time. <laughs> so boom.
0: So I, right, I'm gonna go to the easy stuff okay. to start with. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you are artist. You of many forms. Yes, sir. Uh, what from what you can recall. What was the first one you first started messing
1: with, and how did you um, start doing it? I'm not gonna front. Uh, the first thing I started with was poetry. Yeah, right. You didn't even learn how to read and write till you was like 15. I mean, I came out at 15. Like, I came out, with my mom a grown ass man. Like, <laughs> hey, Facial hair, all that. Congratulations, face it's a man. Like-, <laughs> like, like you are. They already had take me school shopping as soon as I came out. <laughs> <Guilty>. <laughs> but uh, nah, I started doing poetry and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess it was just something distilled in me where it was like I had words, you know what I'm saying? I had these words roaming around, I had these feelings. I guess, not I feel like not developed, like not that I didn't have a voice, but I felt like I didn't develop my voice yet. Mm. So I would resort, res, uh, resort to my notebooks. Mm. So I would write that stuff down, and I would write poems. Mm. Um, really? So just on off your own, impulse, yeah. Post, you would sit down and start writing stuff. Yeah. Post and nine. this is before shout out to Chaz Van Queen, Chaz um, my older brother. That this is before he started doing music. Really? really? Yeah. Mm. Cause I, I've been with him every step, so I know. Right. <laughs> like I, like I, this is before that. I would do poetry would do poems mm-hmm. or some type of just free writing. And then um What's funny funny that my younger brother started rapping before me too. And and to be honest, I don't even know. Maybe my brother did start rapping cuz he is older than me, so maybe he did have these intuitions before me, but right. I don't know. I'm just talking for myself. Right. It started with poetry. And I like how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. I could express myself with no judgment mm. because it's not like anybody's seen them. Right. Um, and I can let out a lot, you know. So then, um, then I started getting responses from mm. people, and then it was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do this more. You know, people who are actually interested in mm. these poems. So like, you would like you so you show somebody like, oh, this is dope. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would or I would be in school and people would be like, Yo, what are you doing? I'm writing. What are you writing? A poem. A it's like a poem. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a poem, man. That's Maya like, Angelus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then I knew I knew I could write and then from there it, it became uh Well, I'm not gonna front, <clears throat> it it I didn't go right into music. Oh, nah. Yeah, it was actually drawing. Uh, I, would, I would start to draw. Yeah, because it was like the poem thing was just for me. Right, right. Um, right I right. started drawing. That was because I would get writer's block. Um, so I would start doodling in the same notebook. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would just, you know, how we always write on the right side for the most part. Yeah, in a notebook. Right. So the left side was free, and that's where I would draw. Mm. Right. That's how that worked and uh yeah
0: it was that so what were you drawing was it did you go right into like graffiti kind of stuff or was it pretty random
1: yeah um it was pretty random um because i didn't know what i wanted to draw i would just doodle um but yeah for the most part it would be graffiti because i would write stuff and like bubble letters and stuff and move on from there into like you know other things I, Mm -hmm. i could draw but mostly graffiti yeah besides the little crazy doodles i would draw yeah um But uh, it wasn't until I started seeing my brother do it, uh, rapping, Mm. where it was like, okay, well maybe I should start doing that. Right. And you know, I've I've wrote, I didn't know how to transfer my words from poem form to rap form, like to a beat. Mm. So that was tough for me. And then Mm. I, you know, once I did that, it was a transition from poetry to rap, and then now, fast forward, word, I haven't did a poem. I don't know how long. Word, <laughs> you work you, like you performing on stages,
0: you know, jumping off of them, man, jumping yeah. off of them, and all that, working on solo mixtapes,
1: albums, and all of that. So, maybe I should go back to poetry. Oh, that's it.
0: Hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock against it. Actually, like, uh, you know, what I'm saying, I even play around with it now, every now and then, too. You know, yeah, I'm mean, saying, it's inspiring. You know, what I'm saying, um. So boom, like I remember, me and you had some conversations about uh about like what it was, fucking around with graffiti and like how just basically how it was like more to more than what meets the eye, to people like how there was like how like, there was like this intricate network kind of situation where it's like what people mark where they mark it what yeah. those marks meant you know what I'm saying yeah. when they were marking all of that stuff how that, all of that was really something and that was that was kind of like. I mean, last time I heard about that, but the first time I heard about it was from you a long time ago, but you went to death uh, last time we was at Gamba in Greenpoint talking about it. You told me even more about it, like who the legends are and mm-hmm. then like, how their designs was like put in video games and all of that stuff. Like, So like, um, so, from basically from that conversation you told me that like the game has pretty much changed as far as the graffiti joint go like as far as like the way people used to go about it years ago yeah well and what were some of the reasons like that? it's just kind of like it's just different now
1: um well one is due to the past of what graffiti used to be right um you know it was it wasn't a pretty it wasn't what it is today where it's like hey i do graffiti yeah uh, it was more about a statement mm. It was more about territory mm. You know what I'm saying um, Just like We use dance as right. an outlet Instead of Fighting right. and killing people We right. would do dance battles and dance offs Right. Same thing with graffiti mm. It was to mark your territory mm. But not only that To get your name out there Right. So when When someone tags something up Let's say I tag up uh so crazy mm-hmm. if i tag that up everywhere right especially in my neighborhoods, right the people who walk by you're not gonna not see the, this this piece of art on the wall right you know what right, i'm saying right, right, you're gonna right. look at it and if it says something it's gonna stick with you right right, right so right. now it's like to establish territory to get your name out there to be established as a person yeah you know what i'm saying or as an entity because right. now back then they didn't want to get caught obviously it's right, illegal right, right so you're gonna establish yourself as an entity right um, but in the result of that, there was beefs. Mm. Uh, people got hurt. Right. Uh, so people died. Yeah. Um, and th- besides the beef, it's dangerous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Climbing, um, scaling yeah, walls, scaling like, walls like you um, Peter Parker. And all, right, right. Falling off of roofs and shit. Because right. most of the time this shit was done at nighttime, right. where there is no light. When it's like snowstorms. snowstorms or it's raining, because under that cover, right. a lot of police don't think that's gonna happen right but when everyone's inside cops have this mind state where it's like oh nothing's happening you know we just got we just have to patrol because it's our job right 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 and plus there's less cops when people know there's not gonna be a lot of people out there's less cops on patrol right right so now we know that and gonna take advantage of that right so people was dying people were getting arrested and stuff yeah and after a while and no, to add, I don't want to keep running on. Um, no, I ain't running
0: on. This is, like, this
1: is like old to you, but this is new to a lot of, a lot of people. I, I, I guess.
0: I guess. Really? Um, That's also, the reason why I do this in the first place because it's like
1: people need to, this. Is, learn. We learn about our city right now. Real, real talk. NYC Facts. really birthed me to a lot of this art. Mm. Um, plus, it was also like okay, for all the risks, right? If I was, the, for everyone I was doing graffiti and stuff, right? Yeah let's say I, I throw something up I do a piece right for all this risk the cops yeah. my life all that so now I feel accomplished I finished this piece and all that this big elaborate piece yeah I go back there a week let's say three days right that's just covered up with somebody else's like graffiti right. or where your graffiti wasn't welcomed Let's say if it was like on a wall or something that of a building or store, the owner would paint over it because it's like, why? Like, I don't want that mess on my... Right. Um, so now it gets it gets to a point where it's like, is it really worth it? Mm, yeah. You know? And even then it's like, all right, the cans. Most of us ain't got money to buy cans. Right, right, right. One. Two, a lot of these uh, graffiti artists at the time were young. Right. You couldn't even buy cans. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you and if you did, um it was way way back right. when they first started. Right, right. And then when graffiti came a problem, of course they put the age limit on graffiti. Mm. They started locking them in cages and art stores mm, and stationaries. Yeah, you know what that's there? why they locked in like some of them cages. I, I never thought right. about that. I thought it was back. Mark even the markers too. You oh. see it in cages or behind the desk. You know why? Because graffiti artists would come. And since they couldn't afford them, mm. they would steal them. Wow, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. yo. Yeah, so now when you go into art stores and you see shit locked up, right? Thank the graffiti artists. Because <laughs> Brent used to have he
0: used to like have us performing the the Blick store. So shout out to Brent and Blick. You know what oh you yeah, see? he used to have us performing that joint. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like I was just overlooking I would look and I would see like the certain supplies just locked up in cages, like they're like like they like gold bricks. Mm-hmm. You know but I, I understand more now. You feel right. I me? Mean? Like, that's crazy. And I'm and not rents gonna...
1: up. Now you know what I'm saying. Nobody got time to be shit. Like, right. You be getting markers and shit. Facts. You know, like I you get those. Right. And I'm not going front. I'm not going front. If they weren't locked up, I kind of kind of <laughs> would have stole some. Like I'm not going front. I feel you. Like I like, think about it too. I'm like I would too. I bro. was I in too, that game. Like, especially if I'm in it. Big institution and all that like, Let me get those we get some shit. more we'll alright So now Fast forward to To answer your question For the most part <laughs> Why is it different now? Um, well that's because Of the risk and stuff And yeah. the things that Had happened It was just like um, Either We started Getting safe spaces To do it mm. Or The people You know Or it was a sense of like we're just not going to risk. Right. You know, because now police were so heavy on it. Right. right. It was a major priority in New York. Yeah. So it was just like, yo, we got to chill. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. People are dying. People are getting arrested, fucking up our lives and shit. And it's not worth it, you know?
0: Oh, uh, but See, this is also about to be a like, piece of our conversation from that day. It also mentioned, like, uh, that book, a Tipping Point. 'Cause they talk about how phenomena's happen, oh, yeah. like how something just go from like being in a state somebody trying to push and right. like what pushes it over the edge so they, like just affecting things on a whole nother level. Right. Like they talked about how like penny loafers like now everybody knows what a painting loafers is even if they've never seen one or worn one and all mm-hmm. of that like, but I've never worn it <laughs> and that's never been the, and like that wasn't always the case like there was a tipping point where it's, it was some people that was popping like like you say like in Williamsburg mm-hmm. a long long time ago that like this certain brand it was like OD unfavored and then like they just for some reason they focused on a little area they, it was like a scene censored around it like so people was on a scene with these shoes and then like that spread like so it's like now it's not just shoes, it represents something bigger than that. Right. And then it spread and hit across the country and then it blew up, you know, so they buy business and all that. And okay. so on like and so status forth. So that same book they was talking about um graffiti, how there was a tipping point. So the tipping right. point that what they were looking to achieve was how to get rid of a graffiti. Right, because um, they wanted to try to get big businesses here and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. and um, so it was just hard to get people to stop doing it. Um, and uh, it was like somebody that took over the police force or whatever, um, he was like, "Look, like people who do things that is against the law, who do like criminal, was considered criminal activity. If you do something that's against the law, like yo, criminals usually responding to their environment. True. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, "Yo, if we want to make a change with stuff like that and change people's habits and thought process." process we gotta knock out this but they wanted to get people to stop yeah so they like boom you gotta go at the, the small you know the certain sort of mm-hmm. way of life crimes so they're like we gotta hit hard with people on hopping trains and little, or, little small little yeah. crimes here and to there
1: still that 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 sense of uh boundaries Facts. and if you will fear yeah you yeah. know yeah. where Facts. it's like okay we're not fucking around with these little things. Facts. Facts. <laughs> so that, that in a person's mind, it's like, okay, so imagine if I do this. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And so also, that. Yeah, and I vice versa,
0: like as far as versus, um, <laughs> People hopping trains. If you're in a place that's like marked up all over the place, it's, like nobody cares about it. You're right.
1: going to be like, I'm hopping this train. train. Yeah. And really? I've did it so many times. You know what I'm saying?
0: And like, and so they've, and then like, I guess focusing on those things, eventually the uh, graffiti things started like coming down and started changing and less people were doing it. But there was also this thing where you were talking about how like if somebody, there's levels of how somebody could disrespect your tag. So, like it's a difference between they completely wipe the whole joint and then put uh, a whole other piece of art in it shit. and then they just like put like their joint right over your joint and it was, they want you to see what happened to it or they put like an X over it. Right. Like, Tell me a little bit about that. Like what were mm. you telling me about that? All right. But
1: let's say we ain't never had a conversation, you right. want me to, to understand, like, right? Uh, for people that don't know, uh, all right, so when you go over someone's work in graffiti, it's called buffing. You know, you buff something, so out. it's not like buffering when you're trying to reload a web no, page, no, no, or a video, No, oh, it's, okay. not. it's totally right. different. <laughs> so when you buff somebody's, want to get you beat up one moment, <laughs> right? <laughs> really, uh. And I almost got beat up once, or, you know. And I was just like, "Nigga, th- this tag up been here forever. Like right. I'm gonna tag up over." It. <laughs> Wrong idea. <laughs> Wrong idea. Thank God I knew people. But anyway, all right. So buffing. Uh, buffing is a term that's linked to when there is graffiti on a surface, and you go over it with your graffiti. Or just go over it in general. That's buffing. You're buffing them out, mm. and that's that's. So, when you buff someone out, like when I went, going back to what I was saying, like your graffiti is establishing your entity. Mm. So, when you buff somebody, you're buffing out their, into their identity, right, you know, their right. whole being. Right. It's like a, it's like a, I matter more. Right, right. It's like pushing someone out the way. It's like all lives matter. Right. <laughs> right. Blue lives matter. Yeah. Confidence. Uh, so, anyway, Uh. yeah. So you you can go over someone's with your graffiti art, boom, buffing. Then you have a different level of buffing where I could just eliminate your whole piece and just put my own piece, and it looks like yours was never even there. Right. Then you have another level of disrespect where uh, I'm going to do my piece inside of your piece. Mm-hmm. or I'm going to do it where you the people can still see yours. Mm-hmm. So it, they know it's a disrespect thing. Uh, you know, where it's like a... Um, and Nobody ain't putting yeah, respect in yeah, your name. Now it's like, I'm here, but now fuck your piece. Because now it's, it's, it's ruined. It's not like I covered it and it looks right. nice. It, right. No one ever knows you there. People right. know you were there. And I was like, fuck you. That's, you know, next level. Yeah. Now the top level would be just disres like not even putting a piece of art there of yours. Right. And just blatantly just disrespecting a piece of art by uh spraying a X through it or a line through it. Or 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 getting paint and right. painting over it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Wow. And people risk their lives, you know, to do these things. Word. And it takes a while. It Word. takes paint. You know Word. what I'm saying? Like it takes time. So it's like for someone to finally finish and that... the mad chemicals. Right. You know what I'm saying? Getting all high and shit. Middle of the night. Right. So, all that... you risking all of that for this piece of art. For mm-hmm. someone to disrespect it. Not even put their own artwork. Right. It's not... It's like... It's a lot of disrespect. Like, I'm not even gonna put my art here. So, people gonna see that your name ain't got no respect on it. Right. Like, people mm-hmm. just said, fuck you. I'm gonna X it out. And then leave it there. So, mm-hmm. people can see that your shit was x out. Yeah, you. And for especially in a graffiti world, for someone, for another graffiti artist to see that, they're gonna think you, you small. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, where, oh, look, look, he got X'd out. Fucking right. like, there's a there's a term in graffiti world called toy. Mm. That, that's like the whack herb, motherfucker. So they, they call that person yeah. a toy. Yeah, you toy, mm. like, you toy, bro. Like, mm. stop, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you something small, something people play with you. <laughs> you a toy. So, that's that's what that came from. If you ever hear that, yo, you toy, you know what that means. That means I mean, you should say that to somebody, yeah. even if it's not
0: graffiti related, just right. so I can get away with being disrespectful.
1: Yeah, you toy. <laughs> uh, you, people play with you,
0: bro. Like you right. mean nothing, just to confuse somebody. Like I don't know why you're calling me that, but it
1: sounds disrespectful. Right. <laughs> so
2: I'm take it disrespectful.
1: Real talk. So, yeah, that. Those are the different levels, <laughs> and you know it would it would get real. Yeah. You know, um, and people weren't having it, right? Because now I. I risk all this And you fuck up my my shit Right 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 I'm gonna come after you You know what I'm saying right. And back then A lot of these people Didn't roll along Right It was always a team of people no, Cause no, of course no. All these people doing graffiti Especially the nicer ones Right Nine times out of ten These weren't no like Artistic Artsy Out the box people Right This was everyday people Right Trying to uh, Express themselves mm. To find an outlet Right, right. And nine times out of ten, all these people were friends. Right. One person does it. Well, I'm going to do it too. And right. now they had a group. Right. So these people didn't roll alone. Right. So they already knew, you know what I'm saying? Right. Different clicks and stuff. Right. And if there was they a problem. Find out who did yeah, it is, and then it know what come saying? for you. Right. Not, not alone. Right. And especially if they see you, your name tagging. Now mm-hmm. they just going to, uh, oh, uh, fucking, uh, uh, let's say, tape, RIP tape. Uh, if tape went over my shit, yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna look for tape down. When right. I see tape, right. Well, I'm either gonna go over his shit and make him hate me, right. Or I'm gonna find him, right, right. Especially if I can get to him, right, right,
0: right. You wow. Know? So do people ever be on some incognito stuff where like nobody know who goes yeah. by
1: this name? Yeah. People did that. Yeah. Um, Banksy. Mmm. People swear like they it's it's a household name. Mmm. But not too many people know what he looked like right you know what i'm saying and that's that's part of his and his identity his right. entity right where it's like i don't want you to know who i am right but i'm gonna put this dope art out right and i'm pretty sure he's not the first right i'm pretty sure he's not the he wasn't the last right um especially now being the times that it is right you really don't want people to, to see i know i personally know graffiti artists yeah. and i follow them on on social media yeah and if i didn't know who they were I would never know what they look like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it's you know. Plus you don't want you don't want to get caught by the cops. bro. Facts. Facts. Cops are smart now. Word. You know what I'm saying? They, they,
0: they, <laughs> you got a NYPD one two three like your pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh <crap>. Not.
1: <nah. laughs> I, I got switch up. how I'm moving. <laughs> they, I had a bad graffiti. <laughs> I'm moving wrong. There was bad graffiti <laughs> problem in high school and in junior high, but mostly in my high school. Uh, around, uh, where huh? where around where you was at? Huh? What around where you was that? What? You said in your high school, right? Yeah. That was like. 2012, 11, mm. mm. um, yeah, it was like uh, they knew I did graffiti, right? Mm. I'm not gonna lie, I did some graffiti in my school. <laughs> um, what are they gonna but, do now? Yeah, 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 now they ain't gonna know Um, but they would literally take my notebooks because I would draw my notebooks, and I'm not bullshitting you. I just watched them <laughs> uh, copy like xerox copy every single page of my notebook any any drawing any little doodle they photocopied that page and they had a almost like a binder or folder like this thick of every page of every notebook i had Wow. and it had my name on it too it archived right you. and not just me right other kids too wow. if you got caught even sus- suspected of it give me a notebook first if they didn't find it like, if they can't connect you to it they're still gonna photocopy every just for future reference just in case so now if they see just something you get caught tonight <laughs> like so just in case like for future reference like if something popped up they would go back right so, like oh yeah you drew this um freshman year Word. so this ain't you well, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I
0: sound like a sucky process too. So and you know they gonna be tight when they catch you. And it does. But Especially yo, I had me.
1: to sit down and go through a binder of artwork. You wanna mm-hmm. get this work, bro. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> you gonna be when, when I know. for the rest of your life. Real shit. And you know how it's it all started because someone drew on a desk, right? In my my desk, which is not my desk because in high school you switch classes. Yeah. But the way I sat at, someone drew on a desk the 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 class beforehand. Um, so when I sat there, um. You know, I'm chilling, I'm going through the class, no problem. Um, somebody sees something, one of the deans or the whatever. So that happens, and then I'm sitting there, what you think is going to happen. You know mm. what I'm saying? I drew, But then I have no way to prove that I did draw it, because, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, what I'm gonna say? i am going to say? I didn't draw it. That's it. But, you know, I don't have no proof. They, they don't know that that shit's been there beforehand. You know what I'm saying? But, and they know... You know, they see drawings in my notebook and shit. They, they took, come to the Dean's office. I yeah. went there and they, I went through the whole process. Real mm-hmm. shit. Wow, I ain't gonna find it. So who, so who are some of the historians
0: and legends that you could think of? And you even mentioned some of them being like in games and like some of them can just walk into a place and then everybody would just know them and they'd just do whatever they want and like living pretty good off of graffiti
1: right now, even though they like old. Old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, respect first and foremost to uh, Cope. Cope 2 Yeah, how used you spell that? C-O-P-E mm. Usually you're just gonna see Cope Right But uh, his, his graffiti is Cope 2 mm. uh, Shout out to him oh, He yeah. is um, Debatably the king of graffiti, mm. I'm going to say debatably because you know graffiti artists will fucking kill me if i say right. it. Because <laughs> they're like, why didn't Cope his trash? Uh, whatever, you know what I'm saying, I'm not, that has nothing to do with me, you know what I'm saying, that's their business. Right. Uh, Cope, for me, would say is one of the top people there, mm. that could go off ahead. Mm. Um, He's a legend, mm. like you know what I'm saying. He's in the video games, mm. you know. When is that guy
0: I'm, you was telling me about, the, yeah, uh, Spanish, oh, yeah, Spanish, uh, heavy
1: set dude, yeah. Uh, he could just walk in anywhere, and if you you about that life, you yeah. know exactly who he is, wow. you know what I'm saying. And he could walk up, get a in an art gallery mm. nine times out of ten, everything's gonna stop. Wow. He's a legend, bro. Wow. you have coat, you have tape, you have misses. Um, You have, I think Mrs. and 17 is the same chick, Um, Mm. but I'm not sure. Mm. Um, You got, I said tape. Um, You got, I think Mrs. does cup, is like a cupcake or whatever. Someone tags up a cupcake. Um, I'm trying to like. Go off my head. It's so many. Like it's so. Well, gangsters many. don't eat cupcakes, so I don't, don't read, I don't mess with them. I love cupcakes. Yeah, but you gotta be gangster to be a graffiti artist. So facts. <laughs> facts. So you some level of gangster <laughs> <It's> <laughs> by default, le- right? Uh, damn, I wish I could think of like two more. Right. Right. Um. I'm trying to think. Task of, crew. Huh? i me with them.
0: Task crew. Tats crew, yeah, that, that's they, like they used to tag on my whole area, too, right? In Spanish, all see, but that's what I'm talking about. They, they have a crew, right? You know what I'm oh, yeah, because like Tats
1: CRU, right? Right, right, and they but they they do it more into the uh more of the legal aspect, yeah. They tag right. up and stuff, but right. they go them. they go to it's uh I forgot the name of it, but it's a like an organization that helps graffiti artists and visual artists, mm. um tag storefronts and stuff mm, like that and business fronts. That's dope. Legally. That's dope. You know, and you get paid for it. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, something that was legal and, and life risking is now perfectly, uh, I mean, illegal, was now legal and perfectly fine and you're getting paid for your art. That's dope. Because now people appreciate that. You remember the name of this, of one of these companies that um, do this? I'm, if I'm not, not, I can back, I, I, we can talk afterwards and I'll put it yeah, in yeah, the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, or, definitely. I'll definitely... I could probably look it up in a few
0: Yo, yo, yo Quick music break You know what I'm saying You know you got a cape for the fam real quick This one is called Wake Up Every Morning By Paco the G-Train Bandit um, Actually a good friend of mine Doobie, uh, He he, definitely an artist out there In uh, Astoria And um, yeah, I, this is definitely one of my favorites I've seen it live and all of that Extra fire So yeah, tune in Paco the G-Train Bandit Wake Up Every Morning Let me know what you think and if it's garbage, let me know that too You know what I'm saying? But if you think it's fire, let me know I'll let them know what you said I
2: wake up every day Every day Every day hey. I wake up every day Every day yeah. Every day hey. I wake up every, every night day, day, yeah. Every day, yeah. every day hey. I wake up every morning It ain't always been easy nah. But I got whiskey in my pocket and I just wanna take it easy chillin', chillin'. But all these people on that hoopla Me, I'm sick of playing games I'm only thinking about the future I'll be back sometime after me After me, after me, after me Smoking perp out that t shirt I got from AC. Just popping down on A Street and it, got the bass beat. So hot I need that AC. So cold I need that space heat. You squawking all that hate speech. You salty as a lake beat. Assault me, I will break free. You super villain, make me. I skip the fake and stay free. I skip the fucking late fee. I skip the warning, take three. Three in the morning, late speech Wanna do more than take me? Never be bored. Every morning yeah. Ain't always been easy yeah. nah. Nah. But I got whiskey in my pocket <laughs> And I just wanna take it easy chillin', chillin', chillin'. But all these people on that hoop Million second I'm sick of playing games I'm let it, let it, only thinking about the future I'll be back sometime after me That
0: was Wake Up Every Morning by Paco the G Train Bandit. A story is on by way of, what is it, Michigan? Yeah, somewhere over there, Michigan. Shout out to Michigan. Uh, Shout out to Michigan State and Michigan University, apparently, it's two different schools. But yeah, that was uh, Wake Up Every Morning by Paco the G Train Bandit. Hit me up, let me know what you think about it. Whether you thought it was trash, whether you think it was fire, you know what I mean? Let me know, and I'll be sure to, you know what I'm saying. uh, I just want to know, honestly. But uh, th- back to regularly scheduled programming. We're going back to that interview with Domo. You heard? Well, all right. So that brings me to the next joke. Yeah. Rapping and Brooklyn Wildlife. <laughs> what part did Brooklyn Wildlife play in your life as an artist? Brooklyn Wildlife changed my life. For? Put that on record. Same here. No hesitation, bro. Same bro. here, Brian. No hesitation. Same Shout out to Chris Carr. Yeah. Shout out to Keith Edwards too. Yo, yo. Keith Edwards, minute, but Shout out to him
1: too. Yo. I saw him. Yeah, I can't. I think I saw him like last summer. I was riding my bike down. I want to say Morgan, like yeah. where, like in the back back. You know what I'm saying, Morgan. Yeah. And he was just walking. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, keep." he was just like, oh, shit, dobo. Uh,
0: oh, and for those who don't know, Brooklyn Wildlife is like, yeah. final, you know, uh, basically just, uh, they're kind of like a creative entity. You know, I was going to say like a community, but like, uh, for, so Chris Carl, who's like currently running Brooklyn Wildlife, he said like, he don't like to like rep it like that. He just kind of like, that's just the name he goes about when he does stuff. But for people, everybody that's involved, uh, that's how we pretty much refer to a network of people in a certain kind of energy that's. Particularly unique to Brooklyn Wildlife in a lot of respects, and uh, and I think that Brooklyn Wildlife they try to they try to make certain social statements in uh, about the you know social and art life you know what I'm saying in general, and I think that they've like kind of created a platform for a lot of artists in a lot of different ways, and people from a lot of different walks of life who otherwise wouldn't have crossed paths, and people who are full-blown performers now who probably wouldn't have been doing it otherwise. Um, so just to set the context for everybody and to give a quick shout out to the founders and the people who everybody who take part in the whole thing man but uh how did you come across Brooklyn Wildlife and you can also use that to tell me how you ended up started like what was your transition it's
1: like from poetry to rapping out sure, of form. Sure. um actually that 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 happened before Brooklyn Wildlife yeah. I was I was already um I already uh, identified with the skill of rapping where it was like okay I kinda can do this yeah. uh, that was in like sixth grade mm. uh, like sixth seventh grade mm. where I remember sixth grade we were rapping mm. seventh grade is literally the first time I've ever ever recorded anything mm. that was me my friend Prince and my friend Chris Rios And mm. uh, we recorded I um, on a dell computer no mic like mm. just the, the little mic speaker that's thing. mad funny and i feel yeah. you <laughs> and we, was speaking, we were rapping into a computer screen on a desktop <laughs> looking like a fool but it recorded and we found a way to play the beat and record it uh, uh and it was over the touch it beat oh i remember those uh-huh. days that's so time. <laughs> like for the people that are listening that's the exact time period I've, right. I've ever, ever recorded my first thing. But anyway, to answer the question, fast forward. Um, Brooklyn Wildlife, I got introduced to them through Chaz, through Chazmier. Right. Um, he performed at, uh, like, one of their first, if not their first 420, like, party. Yeah. Where was that at? At his loft? That was in McKibben Lofts. McKibben Lofts. Uh, McKibben Lofts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the people that do know, Chris Carr's crib. Right. His <laughs> house Vax. <yeah>. Vax. <laughs> um, One of the Most Livest Communal Chillest mm. Realest Artistic places Inspirational mm. places I've mm. ever been In my life Yo I can Same see him here bro I ain't uh, him. Hands down hands And down, facts. It I remember that day mm-hmm. Because It was I haven't been. I haven't really was. I wasn't smoking for long. But that day I was really high. <laughs> like and and I wasn't smoking. I was. It was a giant hot, like a whole house hot box. <laughs> Facts. You know what I'm saying? And it was not. Besides the smoke, it was literally in hot box. It was hot as fuck. That was before he got the AC the, he has now. Thank. Uh, oh, word. You see what I'm saying? People don't even remember though. Yo, that's crazy. Uh-huh. Yo.
0: And, like, sometimes he would have to theme certain parties for, like, wearing less clothes because, like, honestly, I was the only alternative for people to even be remotely cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, Boy, that was they the only way. They'd be packed to the brim
1: with people, though. Like, right. like feet sticking out the window almost. Like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, there was a higher, for the people that have been there, there's a, uh, people that haven't been there, there's a uh, upper level to that. I would chill up there mm. um, because the windows is up there. <laughs> but heat but ass. heat rises so it's like fuck <laughs> and even up there on the upper level the shit was crowded right i right. remember there was, there was a time i almost it fell. was like first dance kind of stuff right like, i almost fell off one time i was word. sitting on the edge with my feet dangling off Wilder. and it was so many people they almost pushed me off little by little Wilder. to the point where like i could have jumped off and for the people that been there People that have been to McKibben Loft, I could have fell off and, and landed right in the couch <laughs> under, underneath it <laughs> and just like boom! Like, but anyway, uh, so I went there, uh, to see my brother perform Chaz Chasmere. Um, and I was a big supporter of him. Uh, I, I didn't want to go because it was all the way in Brooklyn, right. I didn't know where I was going, right? Right? right. Um, but I had seven dollars to my name mm. and a little bit of weed. Mm. I went, supported my brother. Um, I also met some cool people, and in the process, um, there's a performance going on, and uh, a good friend of mine, Taekwon Sounds, is there. Yeah. His two cousins were there: uh, Brent Jones, uh, Afro Jedi, um, and Sean Elliott, which goes by Sean Elliott. <laughs> right, right, um, right. Yeah,
0: they both his cousins, yeah. right?
1: Right. They, they, yeah, they they're all cousins. they family. So, and I met this, uh, this dude the host of these podcasts, (laughs) QC, AKA Quentin Counts. I think we met there that day too. ciphered with them people you mentioned. And that's what happened. We had a Cypher over, we're in a full fledged, like party, like we're in a party and we're in the middle of this crowded ass party, (laughs) freestyling. And even when there was people performing their stuff, we still rapped over it. Right, you know Facts. what I'm saying? We just used a beat for the cipher, <laughs> and it created a bond between me and QC, me and Facts. Brent, me right. and Sean, me and Tywan. All of the word. and <laughs> I remember that. you know, it it sparked something in me when mm. I left. Like, yo, I, I need to fucks with these people. I right. need to be here. I I didn't know why. I can't. E- now I can explain it. But if you asked me back then, I couldn't explain it. Right, right. It was just a sense of, I want to be here. Right, right. Plus, I, I gained relationships, as you can see through it. Right. So. Clearly
0: were, right? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> crazy, <yo.
1: laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah. And ever since then, I just felt like, yo, these are the liveest parties. Mm. Um, And I've never been to a party like that. And me being from the Bronx, we didn't have that. Right. We didn't have the ability to do that. Right. Because right. of our environment and right. the people that we were around. So it was right. like. If I have to go here, which is only a train ride, right, right, I'm with it works like venues you know and all of that, is extremely scarce out there, right. And plus, my age—I was what 16, 17. i seventeen—I couldn't even get in the clubs. Facts. So that was the closest to clubs I can get into. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it was like, yo, like this is my club. Because you know me, like saying? even
0: like during that time, like when I was like around that age, I'm just a few years older than you. You 25 and 29. So like even even like when I was like that 16, 17, whatever, there was Webster Hall. Right. That was like downtown. They're still in the mm-hmm. borough of Manhattan. And they had teen parties, club mansion, yeah. all of that club exit, all of that stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I still was able to get a taste of it uh, aside from people throwing house parties.
1: And you know I wasn't saying? even I didn't even know about those till I was like damn near almost of eight. Right. That's you know like that's saying? like in a whole other borough too right. in
0: addition to that. You know right. what I'm saying?
1: So that had there, a Skate Key. Hand, skate key. <laughs> people getting beat up and shot every, every time it's every open saturday. every saturday man
0: as soon as the kids as soon as they could like there's a part where like it goes oh. from like the kids skating to the time, time and they close mm-hmm. the skating part and they make it into a dance Dope. floor as uh-huh. soon as the last kid get off that joint somebody get it shot <laughs> <Really> <laughs> tough. That i have been skate key for that reason so you ever you ever been like inside the during the dance period while well, i was happy skate yo. so boom so yeah they you remember they were, how they had the system of like people it'd be like a, so like the dance floor was one big circle right and then you but, had all your wall flowers but they flowers. had two of them they had two yeah rinks yeah they're so talking about the kid part so so uh, the so not the kid not the main skating part the little yes, side that's sink. the one that they would make it to the dance floor. right and then so like it would be like a circle like mm-hmm. wallflowers lining that whole circle mm-hmm. joint and the yep. little crowds there and then it's like many circles inside of that yeah. and people there basically walk in the circle in a sense where they kind of like seeing who's there and a mixture of seeing who they want to dance with yeah. so then like two people that want to dance together they would just like Get that sign And like uh-huh. grab somebody's hand And then he start dancing Right And then in the center That would be all the showboats yeah, yeah You know what I'm saying yeah, they and, Like loud. getting in with the moves right, right Or they being like Extra loud and obnoxious mm-hmm. And all of that Like yo, That was the,
1: it was the That was the yeah. go, Craig. Hey. go Craig Go Craig Go
0: Craig Ha ha was the yeah, that G-Dub was, Let's get it Who got yeah. the shoulders joint Like, like feet <laughs> Like
1: light, light. all
0: that light. All that Yo, quick! All right, one more quick story. Do we want you know? Pick up left <laughs> all off. right, cool. I remember my man who I went to school with or whatever, right? So, uh, so we, we both went. We, me and him and like two other people. We went to this, this uh joints. It was a party, or whatever. And then, um, and then he just recently broke up with his girl, right? And it was like it, it broke up bad. Like it was like beef kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he see her, she see him, and she was some. She got some dude like nessa or whatever. She go. She tries to get. Her ex basically try to get that dude to fight her ex Basically, like yeah this is him right here Uh 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 yeah Motherfucker, You about to get yours right And then the guy looked and my, my man's name is Vic He was looking at Vic And he was like Yo, Vic, what's good, bro? <laughs> he was, <laughs> hey,
2: see you in a minute, right? son. <laughs> and then they both was just looking, laughing, like, like you know, me. that's why, homie. <laughs> Yo, I'm just kidding. Oh,
0: yeah, man. man. But yeah, but well, basically, it was like a lack of places to really just throw parties and right. like to get down with the get down. I feel you in that. Man. And, and
1: and that was uptown. I didn't Facts. know at all of the Brooklyn scene. I mean, right. I didn't even know how to get there. I had to Facts. Google Map it and shit. Right. Actually, my brother. Stop and all that. This is before. Clutch. <sighs> Come on. Come on, bro. Uh, anybody that don't know, I just gave him a high five. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, like, I didn't. My brother had to even tell me step by step, like, get off the train here, you know, blah, blah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, ever since then, I started going there. And through there, I gained inspiration and the courage mm. to not only pursue music, mm. but to perform it. mm um, because I was already I could rap, right, but not taking it seriously, right, uh, enough to make songs and stuff, right. Um, then it took a while to even get the courage to perform, right. Uh, and and since then, I mean, the story killing just takes it. up I'm killing it it This is pre-dread domo. <laughs> yeah, that's pre-dread domo, man. Now I got dreads and uh, I'm fully deep in it. Right, like, I'm beyond knee deep. I'm like chest deep in it mm-hmm. and um you know i'm i'm i love it you know what right, i'm saying and right. i really honestly besides my brother um i have chris carr thanks keith edwards and brook and wildlife community Facts. to thank because if Word. it wasn't for them if it wasn't for me going to that party right. if it was for my brother inviting me to that party right um i honestly don't know what i would be i I honestly don't think i would be doing music Mm -hmm. i think i'd be too shy to Mm -hmm. i think i wouldn't have the inspiration Mm -hmm. um and i think i i don't know maybe i would still be skating maybe i would still be in the hood right doing nothing but
0: and now and now here you are like you putting yourself out into the world as a performer using that to like you know, uh, to you connecting that with your visual arts branding and the, you, you know you making clothes, you're making like, you're displaying your art, like art galleries and all of that stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it's great to see you grow like that because you know you know how wack it is to see somebody with talent, but then like they get too caught up in their circumstances and mm-hmm. it never really comes to full blossom of what's possible as far as them like
1: just using their talents and whatnot. Right. So it particularly makes me happy to see and that though. I, I, I was bro. that person. At a time. And it wasn't actually too long ago. Right. Where it was like, um, I can't, you know, I can't do this. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. And it frustrated me. Yeah. You know, because now I have, now I'm, I'm, I've been going to Brooklyn Wildlife. I've been establishing, establishing these connections and, and getting to know people. And I know these people performing and doing their thing. Yeah. As you're one of them. Right. Right. Where I'm like, I know I could do that. Mm. And because of this, this, and this, right. I can't. And now, when I look back, there were kind of excuses, mm. but strong excuses, mm. you know, where it's like, um, strong enough where I couldn't see past them. Mm. But overall, still excuses. Right. Because now I'm here doing it, and I haven't did much, but I'm right. doing enough to say I'm doing it. Facts, you know what I'm saying? Why well, I've surpassed that, and I'm still struggling. Right. And right. some of those problems I still have. Right. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? But. I'm still getting it done. I'm finding a You're way to the get pound, it done, bro. Word, <laughs> You're real word. That's real. And and I, you know, I guess the love for it and seeing people do it, Facts. which Brooklyn Wildlife helped me see these people right, because right. the plat- that was the most common platform, right? Um, helped me say like, yo, I I can do this, yeah. Because and getting to know these people, they're struggling just like me, yeah. But they're finding a way to do it
0: exactly and that's like that humanization stuff that like is like so big because like cuz you will see people on mad different levels uh like people who's beginning some it, i've seen tons of people who like it was their first time ever performing in public and then you see people who's like the next day you see them like afro pump you know what i'm saying and it's like oh yeah. wow i just saw this person the other day at one of chris's parties like right. you know what i'm saying this person on like you know uh on the uh, master of none you know what i'm saying yeah, it's like real what the sure. heck and it's like and then, but the common thread for all of them is that they all just like going out of their way to make it work. It's not that right. it was particularly easy for some people. Yeah, they got the circumstances, right. but the ones who become exceptional are the ones who are like, "Nah, I'm not really gonna. I'm regardless of what's going on in my life, I'm going to make this a priority." Right? You know what I'm saying? And like, and that's what's so inspiring to see. Like, cause yeah. same thing for me. I was about to hang up music, bro.
1: Yeah. I was about to hang
0: up all that. Do me IT. Too.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like It's stable. It's, I get it. Stable, you know what I'm saying?
0: But I was miserable. Miserable, <laughs> right.
1: And, and I think that's also what pushed me. Because right. I wasn't happy. Right. And on top of not being happy, it was frustrated. Right. I was frustrated so much right. because I I couldn't do what I loved. Right. And I know that I can do it. Facts. It was just the situation I was in. Right. And kind of still in. Yeah. But like, this is you know, just seeing all these reasons why i can't do something you start to wrap your head around the fact that maybe i can't do it Mm -hmm. you know and it got to a point where it got frustrated where i no matter what i couldn't be happy or i couldn't fully enjoy something because deep down that's not what i wanted to do that's not what made me happy and i had to fight through my environment my struggles my situations to uh, get to that happiness, right? I couldn't find my happiness, so this is the only way to establish my happiness. Mm. You know, that's real. So that's every day, like, yeah, it's like so cool. Yeah, you do music, you do art and stuff. Well, I mean, I do it because it makes me happy. Right. In a world full of uh, things that. Are negative right you know what i'm saying especially where i'm from i have way more negativities right. and it's right. like i that's not me right you know what i'm saying right. I, I was never a type to embrace the negative and right. and what well, is my environment I is me like right. nah right. it's right. not because right. deep down i don't feel myself i don't feel free mm. i don't feel happy mm. you know what i'm saying i feel free when i'm on that stage i feel yes. free when i write these words or, I, or I, I draw something i feel free and with freedom comes happiness. and With happiness, with freedom, comes sanity. Mm. And with sanity, comes happiness. Mm. With happiness, positivity comes, mm. and everything mm. else follows into place. Mm. That's you know what I'm saying? Because now you have a peace of mind, you have a peace of soul, mm. and you can use that to build mm. on and do things. Not mm. for you, but for others. Yeah, Yeah, preach, bro. So, deep down, it's all about finding my sanity right my freedom right once i feel free that gives me a peace of mind yeah and then now i have a peace of mind i'm not going crazy yeah. and i can actually think about stuff and feel mm. stuff and analyze stuff and move forward so that's right. why i really do it just to maintain my sanity and my happiness facts. and my freedom facts yo you you
0: it's like hearing like like and this is why you my man too because like it feel like you talking about my life right now like we got so much in common and cause like especially like you know the transition I made from like thinking that corporate was the way for me you know what I'm saying it had yeah. its, it had its place and it does had you know it had like its impact and like you know it has its uses or whatever like that but for me and my personality it's like I think especially with how that culture affected me you know what I'm saying especially being somebody that kind of needed a community that you know what I'm saying that was kind of like supportive in a certain kind of way like that kind of environment would just make you narcissistic, selfish and yeah. dog eat dogish and I knew that that kind of mentality I was not going to make the impact that I wanted to make right. on my community and surroundings and people that I care about so like I needed to get out of that and like Straight so up. like so in doing this that made me happy. It's, it's exactly what you just said. Like what it does for me and like how I'm able to actually come up with these uh, things I want to do and connect with people in these ways. Right. I wasn't trying to do that when I was doing. That. I wanted to go home.
1: Right. See, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like I wanted to go home, bro. Like I wanted to bro. like yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Like bro. I was, with, even when you don't have friends and stuff. Right. You have your notebook. You have your words. You, right. have your, you know. What I'm saying? You have your sanity. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that goes a long way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um, people don't realize it because it's a deeper level of stuff. But um, that's it gets deep. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's just that people uh, tend to other things get in the way. Yeah. And it builds. It builds that foundation yeah. that you know where now it masses what really the, the roots of yeah. the issue yeah you know all all those other your environment stuff like that yeah really is the soil to the roots of your you know yeah the the problem exactly you know people just want to be free they want to have peace of mind they want to have happiness yeah and that's really three things i want in life you Facts. know we come down to yeah Facts. I, w- I would. love like a fresh pair of sneakers right, right now. You right. know what I'm saying? Some money in my pocket. but deeper than that. Mm. Freedom. Oh, and health, mm. of course. So freedom, health,
0: and happiness. I hear that. And uh, and if I'm not mistaken, you about to make some niggas, ain't you?
1: <laughs> yes. That's I. Sorry, I can't, get, I can't get that. I can't get... Word. Just look out So Crazy Brandon Summerman. man.
0: So, so that's what we're going to do the way to send off with too. What are some of your social media that people can either search or go to whatever platforms to find you or some of your stuff?
1: Okay, well, you have... So, uh, Instagram. So Crazy <laughs> underscore... Eh, sorry. Domo <laughs> underscore So Crazy. Mm-hmm. That is my personal page. You can follow me... Doing crazy stuff, and that's what I normally post on. Right. Recently, I have made a page for the So Crazy brand. Um, maybe that can be a whole nother podcast or whatever. I hate that. Um, it is the underscore So Crazy underscore brand. Right. Basically, space and, right. and underscore is space in IG world. Mm-hmm. So facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> so it's basically the. Underscore so crazy underscore brand. Um, Facebook, uh, I would like for people to look up Domo so crazy. Right, right, right. Um, But my real name, Dominic Queen, look that up. That's D O M I N I C. Mm -hmm. Last name, Queen, Q U E E N. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, you can follow me on there. Um, I'm not making it Twitter because it's hard enough to manage facts these you know these (laughs) these pages yeah so to make a twitter i'm not even gonna be on that it's great (laughs) Uh, you can find me i don't have a grinder because i'm straight you stupid Uh, i don't have a tinder because my girlfriend would kill me uh i'm on. i'm on like farmer's meat Cause, not because, like, I'm looking for a farmer chick Because, like, I'm trying to connect with these farms And try to get <laughs> organic stuff Grass-fed Maybe I'm trying you know to hold that. myself out to get fresh <laughs> hey. fresh produce hey. <laughs> <laughs> If that's what I got to do to stay alive you trying man. to try and bag some produce, feel me? Real shit man. Yo, so you so crazy, Brent, though, right? Yeah, man What's that? Yeah. Still establishing it Yeah Uh, But what it, for what it's worth Um... I have this sense, like I was talking about freedom. Yeah. Um. Pete uh. People have a sense of. No, nah, I'm not gonna do this. You're not gonna you do that. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Um. The, so crazy brand represents saying fuck it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Doing what you want to do. Yeah. Feeling the way you want to feel and expressing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because as soon as someone doesn't understand something or something's outside the box what do they say well that's crazy (laughs) right oh that person's crazy no it's because Mm. it's a different type and you don't understand it you can't label it so you label it as crazy that is the word that people have been using so now i i've even been told besides the fact that you know how the name came along yeah i've been told that nah bro you're crazy like nah but it's like now, you, you'll you understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you won't. Right. But it's just a place to be yourself and be free. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that means, that's being outside right. the box. Right. Because most people are outside the box. Someone put that box there. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, we, right. we weren't meant to be in boxes. Yeah. So for you to be outside the box is normal. Yeah. But people want to put us in boxes. Mm-hmm. And if we're outside the box, which is totally normal, yeah. now all of a sudden we're crazy. It's mm. not the case. We're just us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're made different. Right. So that's basically representing just a spot to express yourself and be you and be, yeah. you know, keep that part of you that makes you, you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So basically, So Crazy Brand is, is going to be, um, as of right now, it is my music mm. and it is also merch, mm-hmm. which will be merchandise, which is... Uh, so crazy shirts. I'm working on stickers and patches as well as sneakers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, well, let the cat out the back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm also just working on trying to get people uh, to be down. If you have a talent or something, let me know. Come at mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially from people from uptown, from mm-hmm. Bronx, Harlem. Thanks. Because, especially from the Bronx. Right, right. Nothing against Harlem. I love you guys. Thanks. Yeah, all still uptown. But the Bronx is my my stomping grounds, my right. home. Right, and uh, I want to see them thrive. And right. there's so much talent. Mm. So holla at me, because then you could be down with, Bron- with with the so crazy brand too. Mm. And there is no uh, restrictions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. There is no like, no, you can't do that. Right, right. Because if it's you, as long right. as it's you and you staying true to yourself, yeah. do it. I you know what that. I'm saying? I just want to build a platform where we can do that. Right You know what I'm saying Right So that's what's so crazy is I hear that bro. I ain't gonna no front yeah, Bro man. you got my support man You definitely inspired Thanks, me And I'm
0: sure you're gonna Continue to inspire Many other people You know what I'm saying Definitely I hope so Be sure to check out Domo You know All the platforms I'm also gonna link it In the bio I mean uh, the description Of the episode You're listening to R vs. Life This is your boy Quick Counts A.K.A. QC uh, Be sure to check out um, You know All the other episodes On SoundCloud iTunes And Stitcher Radio You feel me Until then I holler Shout out art versus life ow all right all right you know what i'm saying i hope y'all enjoyed that interview man domo definitely a dear friend of mine uh definitely respect him as an artist and entrepreneur man um let me know share any thoughts of what you what you know if there was something that you related with about like his story or something you have thoughts on or so on and so forth all right but yeah so um we're going we gonna to move on, get ready to close out the episode I got a couple of topics I want to just cover y'all Cover with y'all before we just end it off And uh, so boom There is um, So there's a podcast that I think y'all should also listen to It's called On Deck TV Even though it's a podcast It's called On Deck TV Go figure But the joint's pretty dope So if you like around my age, you like at 90s baby, 80s baby And uh, you want to keep your, your pulse on hip hop But you don't really feel like listening to all the bullshit that's going on and you just want to just get you want to refer to somebody who understand your perspective who is going through everything that's out there and they covered it and all of that this is the podcast you listen to you know they definitely uh uh they they definitely had a lot of experience firsthand you know working with and meeting artists out there in the industry they uh and they they also avid listeners and they they definitely you know and they, and they, they look they look at things uh analytically too so it's like it's not just They just blabbering like they they really thoughtful with their stuff too. So if you respect hip hop as a craft and as a culture, you respect rap as a craft, and uh, you kind you want to know you want somebody to help you kind of maybe even understand more about the, the newer generation of hip hop. I think this is definitely a podcast you should check out. You feel me So uh, it's that one And there's also this other one Called Dissect That's a whole nother animal I'm gonna go into that one Deeper uh, Probably in the future But yeah Dissect is dope They did a series on Kanye West When they break down His whole uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy album But then they go They they start from the lineage From the beginning From like Back when he was part of A rap group in Chicago And they go from there All the way to the present day It's fire Love Yeah check that out Um, And Yeah So Yo One thing I wanna do here more on this podcast and on our Life as a website. I want to share information and resources that could be useful to people. You know, whether you're an artist or just somebody in the local community. But of course, the highest priority is the, you know the artist stuff. You feel me? Uh, as a curator, as a, you know, as a you know producer, dabbler. You know, I like I like to I like to constantly just learn about stuff, how to make things easier, how to you know get find out who's doing what and all of that. So if you come across any good, either methods or resources or apps or you know Whatever Send it to me I can see if I can either Cover it on a podcast episode Or throw it on The Arborist of Life website You feel me the, the goal here Is just to make sure That we all are As self efficient uh, As possible And that we all Sticking together Out here in these streets You feel me uh, What else Oh Finally Shout out to Bestow B-S-T-O-W It's an app And it lets you Take all It rounds off To the nearest dollar For your purchases And it sends you money to anything registered as a nonprofit, it doesn't have to be the selected few that you know that's mad huge and whatever. Anything registered, so it could be a nonprofit around a corner, it could be a grassroots joint that you dig that's near you. You can then have your joints go in monthly to that organization. So uh, shout out to my boy Jason Grad, who's the founder of that joint, and uh, I'm gonna leave a link to that too. The Bestow app, joints fire. And uh, other than that, holla at us on Facebook. Holla at us on Twitter, even though I um, might take a while to get back to you, but definitely Instagram. Check us on Instagram uh, at ArtVSLifePodcast Life Podcast. All right, um, or go right to the website ArtVersusLife.us and holla at us for a sure, You feel me? All right, um, QC. You listening to Art Versus Life? Shout out to Teb 95 for he made the beat you listening to right now. Every superhero needs a theme song,
2: alright? I holler.